0: stock price has two parts to it, the earnings and the valuation paid for those earnings. We got one half here with the Fed and the implications of rates on valuations. Now we get the earnings side. Let's bring in Nicole Petalese, Caroline Woods, back with me here uh, as we talk booking, too. That's the one that jumps out to me, Nicole, because we just got a really rough couple of days for reopen trades
1: that's right but you know it's a different market at least for this moment and so we will have to see i mean obviously there's been some excitement surrounding pent-up demand for names like booking and traveling and such and so um we've seen some pressure on some of the travel names because there was this excitement it's really more about how they tame that spending and marketing and how they handle that with the demand right um so it's a very fine balance that they have to do i think booking if you owned it at 2715 on february 16th you were miserable because it felt like only a few days later it went straight down to 1800. Um, it was a painful move for folks who owned it let's see what we can get now
0: totally uh we're gonna get a little bit of a move uh maybe higher uh adding on about 120 here in the aftermarket uh seeing the stock now uh, cruise with some ease here cutting higher uh, loss per share of about 17 bucks. Adjusted EPS, three dollars and ninety cents. So you make the tweaks and it's positive. I guess market's telling us they get a pass for that, Caroline.
2: Yeah, you know, the estimate for EPS, which I believe was on an adjusted basis, was a loss of 14 cents a share. So seeing an adjusted EPS of $3.90, I'll have to make sure that that, those numbers are actually comparable. But uh, in terms of revenue, the estimate was for $2.52 billion, and I'm seeing revenue of $2.7 billion. So also a beat in terms of revenue. So the stock is certainly moving 7% higher right now. You know, we, it's interesting because we saw that divergence with the difference between Airbnb and Expedia in terms of Airbnb. They saw record levels and Expedia said the stayed room nights were down 30 percent from 2019 levels. So the, you know, the, I guess the takeaway was that people preferred to stay in Airbnbs, but apparently not uh, hitting uh, booking in terms of these results because investors seem happy with what we're seeing so far.
0: Yeah. Uh, Investors do seem pretty satisfied. Uh, We're going to have to get the details and figure that out uh, once the numbers become more clear on that adjusted EPS. But we'll go with the market's attitude right now. And um, the uh, overall kind of theme here this afternoon, uh, this is pretty much it for kind of that core reopening stock. The other ones that we're going to talk, eBay, Etsy, arguably more COVID winners. But uh, I don't want to leave booking behind for a sec. Do you think this is an important stock, Nicole? Should we be paying attention here to what booking does after Expedia today?
1: Look, I, you know, I think it's one of the smaller names. It's not going to, it's not going to make or break the market, but I think it tells about trends. I also watch when I look at this chart, and I see these lower lows happening um, throughout the year. It's just tough to break out. So I'm really happy for folks who who have this, and it's up about seven and a half percent now in the after hours. But you start to wonder, are they going to sell the rally?
0: Yeah, uh, Expedia getting blasted. Just hard to feel super confident with such a similar. Business. I mean, it got thrashed the last 24 hours. Uh, Last thought, Caroline, on booking?
2: I think, you know, the, the CEO of Booking came out last quarter and, and did seem pretty hesitant about Omicron, I remember, which actually sent shares lower because, uh, you know, we kind of thought we were out of the woods, but he warned about Q1. So I'm interested to see what impact that had on Q1. Also, I know that he, he had said the war with Russia and Ukraine had very little impact, but now that it's still going on, I'm interested to see uh, what it has to say there. But uh, overall, at least at this point, up 7 percent, so... Oof. Nice. So it looks yeah, like, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see also about the
1: EPS.
0: Right, true. Mm-hmm. Got to get the details on that. Uh, and go ahead, Nicole.
1: Short interest has been on the rise. Short interest has been on the rise. It just, um, it just doesn't feel great.
0: At the moment, yeah, it needs some explanation (laughs) on the bottom line for sure. All right, we'll come back to it. Uh, I'm thinking that eBay is going to be kind of a sleeper. I think Corvo too is a little bit of a sleeper (laughs) for different reasons. eBay kind of being a COVID winner, but Corvo right now probably deserves some attention just because chip makers have been doing things uh, each and unto their own, basically, where some have been getting hit really hard. Western Digital's got like a spinoff talk going. AMD still crushes sales. And then a few others here that we talked like Skyworks that ended up having a decent day, but started off real far down. Kind of looks like the Corvo response is lower here too from this Apple supplier. So that always kind of puts them on our map, Nicole
1: yeah and you know oh that right when you said that right it took another leg to the downside here as we see these numbers coming out here for the quarter and when you look at these kinds of names that are in this group overall you know it, i did see that they had a beat on the top and bottom line but it looks like that the market is really reacting negatively i, I gotta double check this uh how you they have a beat it, you know it's really the out, out like it's the outlook yeah they bombed outlook, yeah, they bombed outlook. it's the, it's the out outlook out because out the eps out.
2: Yeah, EPS and revenue both beat, but I'm looking at the outlook and it's calling for uh, one billion to 1.05 billion. And the estimate for sales was uh, 1.13 billion, so d- disappointing on the outlook yeah. front. But both top and bottom line beat.
0: Earnings too big miss two to 225. Street was looking for 278. That's the next quarter. They're reporting their fiscal fourth, so the Q1 numbers are the outlook, and uh, that's that's not ideal. Uh, you know, I guess we can say Qualcomm's numbers were really good, though, so maybe it's a wash. Maybe Qualcomm matters more. We already heard from Apple, so probably not like a, a huge, uh, you know, mover in the sense that it might tell us anything that we don't already know, possibly. I mean, I, I kind of just, it's Apple. They already told us the Apple supplier, probably not quite as much of a, a you know, important theme now
1: and i think this group overall you know, just has been a little uneven overall right because you're coming on the heels of qualcomm as you noted which brought some optimism to the group and so that helped to bring this one higher but it hit a recent low of 108 and even with the beat here in the current quarter and an outlook that really is paling in comparison it's putting pressure on this name overall when you take a look right so now it's down over four percent even though um, we watched these semis moving higher late in the day along with the broader market you start to wonder um, on this one as well. I mean, this has been a true disappointment for investors, and over six months it's down 30%, and this is a, just a, a, a straight you know, line to the downside a trend that's been to the downside. It's been painful for Corvo's shareholders.
0: All right, not going to get any better hey, this Oliver afternoon. and
2: Nicole, I should yeah. note, speaking of disappointing outlooks, Etsy's out with their results, and I at first saw the beat on both the top and bottom line, and I am looking, and the shares are sinking down 6% right now, and it's because they see Q2 sales of 540 million to 590 million. The estimate was for 627.79 million, so big miss there, and it, shares in turn really taking a, a
0: big turn lower ouch yeah that's a pretty big one uh they were up nine percent today they just gave it all back and then some uh is this just like the uh, uh higher inflation makes it difficult for both seller uh and buyer or uh, is all of the e-commerce just going more simple and not from like discretionary artists and clothes and stuff like back to amazon uh, and on the narrative here i think it could kind of go a couple ways what, where, what do you think nicole
1: Uh, You know, first of all, the stock's down here about 14 percent. I mean, that's a sizable move for a stock that's already been a loser and down 55 percent in the last six months. Um, You know, even though I saw a couple of buy ratings today, it leaves me scratching my head because you really know about e-commerce overall and You know the trends people get out they're going to be spending on services and traveling are they going to be doing e-commerce also you have the sellers on the company um, protesting the commission fees that etsy was charging so you even had some internal issues that were really etsy specific and i don't love to hear that plus you got to add on the last part of it and that is the marketing dollars that need to be spent and that too goes in the cost category and the liabilities and it just makes you wonder you know where is the win here this one at this
2: point. Well, those those higher transaction fees from 5 to 6.5%, so the 30% bump, started in April. So it'll be interesting to see if that's, you know, you would think that Q2 guidance would actually be better because they're going to actually be getting more money, right? But I'm curious to see what that week-long strike had in terms of impact on Q2. But also, they were saying that that is going into, those fees will go into marketing and to um, support spend. So uh, so still disappointing outlook regardless. It's interesting, I was speaking with CFO, Rachel Glazer, after the Q4 results, and she highlighted the durability of Etsy's uh, users, just the fact that they're not only coming back, but they're buying more. So uh, so now I'm curious to see what the commentary is going to be like about this now af- after this report, because yeah. certainly we know the operating environment has only gotten tougher. You know, obviously Etsy sellers, don't, they have to deal with inflation. They don't have to deal with the wage growth inflation that so many of these other retailers like Amazon are dealing with. But uh, And supply chain issues, not as much either as some of the bigger retailers, because it's all locally sourced for the most part. But. Um, but certainly doesn't seem actually now it's down only about four percent or so, Etsy. So I don't know, maybe maybe investors are seeing other things that don't look so bad.
0: <laughs> still tough uh, unwind after a really good day, not the way you want to cap things off, uh, even if we find some buyers here at ninety five bucks. Uh, all right. Appreciate it. Uh, we got to get George and Alex in. Thank you, ladies. Nicole and right. Caroline. excellent earnings panelists after We had all losers. Uh, yeah, all we had all losers. Did. eBay, Kinda Corvo. Did. I mean, you, yeah, it's
1: a great being on with you, Oliver and Caroline. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for having
0: <laughs> me on your show, too, Nicole. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, not a pretty afternoon uh, in terms of the stock moves, but Fed is only one half of the story.